You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right. Welcome to the Die Hard Podcast, where all we talk about is the greatest movie of all time, Die Hard, and its effect not only on our lives, but on civilization as a whole. Uh, In tonight's episode, terrorists take over the party. We see boobs for the first time, lose a major character, and terrorists think that there may be a loose cannon in the building. And all this, our topic tonight is going to be party crashing. So excited for tonight's episode. Stick around. Let's get this thing started. It's Christmas Eve in L.A., but a team of terrorists. You want money? What kind of terrorists are you? Who said we were terrorists? Have their own holiday plans. But the one thing they didn't plan on was New York cop John McLean. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? You really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm ordered a pizza? (laughs) He's an easy guy to like. Welcome to the party, pal. And a hard man to kill. Hans, Bobby. Yes, welcome to Die Hard. I am your host, Matt Kahn, and tonight we have the lovely Emily Elda. Hi. Hey, thanks. <laughs> welcome. We had we gave uh, Yippie Kai J the night off. He wasn't feeling well. I don't know. He's, he's up to something. He's up to something. He pulled this when I was out of town in Boston, and he texted me that he can't make it tonight. And uh, so instead of talking about Die Hard, let's just talk about things we don't like about Jay tonight. Oh, what don't we like about Jay? Uh, there's a lot that there, I don't at the moment that I don't like about Jay. Yeah, I, I think you could write a novel by this point. Still a whole hour. Just, um, yeah. So interesting, but this works out because we've been waiting to have Emily on the show, and uh, she has just gotten back from some travels overseas, the Far East. Yes. From China, Japan, host of other cities and, and countries. Yeah, Philippines, uh, Thailand, South Korea. Yeah, just like the works. And she was working for the Nakatomi Plaza Company. Is that that is correct? Yeah, that is correct. Perfect, perfect. And did you get to meet <laughs> Mr. Takaki's family at all while you were over there? All five, yeah. Oh. Five sons. All I five think. sons, yes. Yeah, yeah. Busy man. It, yeah, busy. He is actually in, in tonight's. Uh, in tonight's bit that we watch, uh, this 10-minute chunk, um, it focuses on, on Mr. Takaki. He, I don't want to give it away this early, but he he may not make it to our next no. podcast. It's yeah, very, he, yeah, dark moment. Dark moment in the show. We lose one of our first characters tonight. We have a ton to talk about. M's here, um, as I mentioned in the intro, uh, talking about crashing parties a little later on in the show. We kind of came across that as the overwhelming theme of, of tonight's episode. But while we were uh, while we were on our way over here, I asked them to watch the part where Ellis and Holly are talking before John McClane's in the building. And we're trying to figure out, and me and Jay talk about this a lot, are Ho- is Holly sending mixed messages to Ellis is one thing that we need. So it's great to have a woman's point of view and just say, sure. what do you think? What is going on there? Because they're not giving us a whole lot. Yeah. You know, there's definitely not a definite no, like right. a shutdown. It's kind of more like the hints of not a good time, Bob. Like not a good time right now. <laughs> but, yeah, but right now. So he hears like not right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But do I you think definitely. something happened? Possibly. Because of the history of her being in L.A. six months apart, he's still in New York. There's that definite possibility that, yeah. And there's definitely some chemistry there. It's It's like a dirty flirt where she is still a little – curious of it yeah she's like yeah. do i want to yeah then she makes a weird like oh and chestnuts you're like yeah, right that? that was strange and promiscuous like yeah, yeah she definitely has some, some with her like, picture color. of her husband and and children john jr and lucy right on the on her desk there on her credenza right she doesn't seem to care about that i don't know so, and then even the small talk as he's coming in on the limo. I mean, it's very short and to the point where he's just like, keep driving, like closed in. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. something. So how about this? How, okay. What do you think? Did you find, were you attracted at all to Ellis? No. Not really? Nope. Okay. 
the wine liners of the whole. I, I wasn't getting that scenery, that like Kodak moment of the fire, the fire and the and brie the, and the, the, the aged brie. Yeah, the what, what did he even say? Malt wine? Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, what? Like that aged brie? I don't even know. Give me a Malbec or something, sure. But like, yeah, it just wasn't hit. No, on Christmas Eve. Yeah, he is. You love him and you hate him at the same time. Like, would I want him? To be my friend, yes, I would want I would want to hang out with him. <laughs> yeah, it would be great to just to just watch that man in action. Would I want him to date? Would I want him to date anybody that I know or like a sister? No, 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 nope. If I found out later that I was dating somebody that had slept with Alice, I it would be one of those like, come on. Yeah. It was like, I'm married now, but in my single day, I had, there's three people that I'm sorry, we can't have anything. We can't hook up now. If you've been with Justin Timberlake, Derek Jeter, <laughs> or Ellis, and I'm like, sorry, I don't go after those guys. That's a big That's rule of mine. Big no. They yeah. covered a lot of ground, those three. Yes. Good for them. Good for them, indeed. So here's another question I'd like to throw at, at our guest, too. Who, if Die Hard comes out today... Who plays John McClane? I mean, and if it's Die Hard will come out again, but let's just say it's a brand new movie and it comes out. Who could you see as John McClane? A John McClane. They have to have charm. They have to have some wit. Um, I'd say muscles, but not too many muscles. Yeah, not, I was going to say the Chris Hemsworth from Thor, but Thor. that's too much muscle. Yeah. If he, they tone that down. Possibly. He does have the charm. He's though. got that charm. He's got that smile. Yeah. That drink smile. But he's, he's, he has, uh, I don't know. He's, he's from, what is he, English? Or no, he's Australian. Australian. Yeah. He's Australian. So that's what I mean. Like you kind of, even yeah. his English accent isn't always acceptable. <laughs> yeah. For we're like, roles. we don't, we want, we don't want an Australian saving the Nakatomi building necessarily. Nothing yeah. wrong with Australians, but we want and a as New Yorker. As much as I love the muscles, it's still just like every time I see that guy, it's like just Thor. Yeah, like it's just too strong. much muscle. Yeah, he'd fill out that oh, tank top too well. Maybe the dude from Sons of Anarchy. What's his oh, name? Oh yeah, that guy's a hunk. I, uh, they they kind of look the same. They me, look but, the same, yeah. but it's a little bit more rugged. Yes, you can do this. Yeah, little smoky eyes, a little bit. Yeah, probably spends. You know what? It doesn't doesn't work out. Just naturally, kind of fit. That's it's tough to replace a, Bru- a young Bruce Willis. Yeah, no, he's. We don't have that kind of talent. Yeah. No, you don't. Not he's anymore. like uh like he's like a Joe DiMaggio or Ted Williams. Right. Just all around. Hitting yeah. from every both sides of the plate. That's I just, mean and metaphorically. I just feel yeah, that's a, that's just a tough role to take over. That's a, that's good. So Jay and I talked about this and we had, we threw out a couple, but then later he's like, Shoot, you know who I should have said is uh Matthew McConaughey. Could you see that? <laughs> no. Jay ah, would say that. He, Jay would say that. That's another reason we don't like <laughs> Jay. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. So then, of course, I only do these things so I can set up a, the, uh, so I can try to do an impression of it. This is, yeah. Short arms. He's got a tiny arm. He's got T Rex arms. He's got T Rex arms. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, he's like, all right, all right, all right. All right, man. Yeah, no. Yippee Kay. Ah, <laughs> I got tiny arms. He, uh, he always rolls up his sleeves half like half forearm in his movies. Because right. he's like, he he's knows he has tiny arms. That. Yeah. That's got to be awkward, too. And small hands, I'd assume. Right. Wait, does Jay do that? I think. No, Matthew McConaughey. Jay might do that, too. I, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe the connection there is. Jay does it, yeah. too. He's got his little weird forearms. It's true. Little sausage paws. <laughs> Jason's sausage paws. <laughs> but, you know, I yeah. Think about it. Jay could resemble a little Bruce Willis action. So I can kind of see that combination. Yeah. Ooh, I could see Jay, yeah. I, th- I, you know what though? I think he would. Uh, I don't think he's getting. I don't think he's getting out of the limo. Nope. He's probably hanging out with Argyle. Argyle, they're cruising. Yeah, he's like, yeah. why don't we just go? Uh, let's go what's see what's that girl playing. doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where is he tonight? Oh. Yeah, Jay. It's okay. Um, so I just got back into town. Yeah. I was in Boston. Okay. We went to uh, went to Fenway. We went to the Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, went to the the last stop today. We did a tour of the State House in Massachusetts. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of ran a theme. Always with wanted me. to go. Yeah. 
There was some, you know what though? Oh, that's true. Okay, a little bit of terrorism there as well. Absolutely. We saw the scene of the Boston massacre. Really? Okay. So while we're out there, we're we're listening to this lady tell us like straight up what happened in the Boston ma- massacre, and she's like, "Well, allegedly, and allegedly," and it's like, "Yeah, okay, well, always." Like, I love the allegedly. It's like, like two hundred years ago. Yeah, like it happened. Yeah, and even like who are you who are you getting your information from? The same place <laughs> everybody else is probably right. Right. <laughs> same. We all read the same books. You're supposed to. Uh, but we're staying out there, and this bird shits on me. <laughs> Well, I was standing there listening to it, and the whole – there's a good 15, 20 people, like – Just a crowd. Yeah, Like, and this right tour. when you walked out. Yeah, when she started talking, the... and it was like – it sounded loud, and it was like – like, oh. and it got my arm, and my father-in-law got him on his ear and his back. Oh, man. And everybody was turned and looked at us, and they, like, stopped the tour for a minute. Oh, wow. So, like, all eyes on you. Yeah. For this moment. And I, I'm, like, the kind of, like <laughs> – I very well could have just like stood there and just kind of hit it, hit it on my arm and not and then like, not said anything, it. right? Just wait for the moment and then just wait. But then everybody's staring at us and they're like, "You can go in through the side if you want to like get washed <laughs> up." And then some guys like, "It's good luck to get pooped on." I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. that's kind of that's yeah. what it, that's the saying I hear. That and I was like, you know, I said, yeah, that's the saying that people say that have never been pooped on, <laughs> right? To make you feel better. Like I have had not good luck today. I've had just an average. I'm not. I didn't win anything. Yeah. No. Well, not yet. You never not, know. I still have some time, but not like. No, I know though. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be worth getting a bird shit on you. It's such weird. Mine was like. That, that is like. What are the chances? Kind of. It doesn't come out either. It, it turns to like chalk really fast. Right. I don't understand what their diet is that does that. No. What What do they eat? That's like. Well, think about it. Even when it hits your car or anything, you have to clean it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. You can't just swipe it off. Heavy – is it like heavy fiber? Could be. What is it the bird – but the, there's nothing white in nature that they're eating that turns their poop white? No. Oh, my gosh. I had one time on the balcony. Like, it was just the worst, like – little green it was just like pooping all over my balcony and the thing just could not figure out and this was in china it was because everything has like a great wall and i'm not kidding the balcony wall was taller than me and i'm five two. Oh my gosh so this poor bird comes crashing into my window and i could thank god my curtains were closed because that thing would just flew right in and i come and look and it just it doesn't get it it does not understand it's the fly back out so I made a parachute. I felt so bad. I had a big garbage bag that my uh, duvet came in. Oh. And I was like, if I just hold this up, hopefully this bird is just smart enough because it keeps just shitting all over my oh. balcony. And it was weird green, like worms almost. Ew. So I made this parachute. The thing jumped right in it. And I I did. I threw it right off the balcony. Did he fly or was that it? Yeah, I think. Like, we made a parachute. I made yeah. a parachute for him and he got away. Oh, that's nice. But no, I kind of was thinking the same thing too, though. Like, what? what is it that birds, like, have to go that yeah. often? And, like, the. Was he just, nervous, do you think? Do you think he's nervous? He, he would go that much? You know, I, I looked it up and they said they could be nervous or even running from something. Like something was chasing them. Oh, Because I, I did. I looked up how how do you get birds off your balcony? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm so it, scared. I was like, it? I'm in China. I'm by myself. I don't want bird flu. I don't understand. Oh, yeah. I can't go to hospitals and just ask for general like medicine or Western medicine as it is. I was really freaked out with the whole situation. I, I was going to call anim- animal rescue. So wait, when you looked it up, it, then it went into why birds it, poop? It went right to New York. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> it went right. So like, how do you get your pigeons off? Your balcony or off your roof. Oh, gosh. Or certain things. And then, yeah, exactly. And then as soon as, like, they said, if it gets in your house, that's when it can get really bad. Like, don't touch it. Like, disinfect everything. Throw some things out. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, this this isn't happening. Now I'm wondering how good of a job we actually washed up today because it was kind of quick. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it just like we wiped it. Then it was like, this isn't coming off. This has got to go in the wash. Right. Oh, no. So the best, my I guess somehow we're talking about bird poop. Yeah, now we just went to bird poop. Fantastic. <laughs> you guys are getting educated. This is a podcast for birds. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> just different animal poop talk. It's another great movie. Our, I'll get to that one later. <laughs> uh, our buddy in New York went and his like his parents bought him all, <laughs> all new bed sheets and everything like that. And he's he was a bit of a drinker. 
And for every reason, he's walking home from the bar, you know, three in the morning, and there's this pigeon with like a broken foot or leg or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. So he's like, and this is a weird guy that when he gets wasted, he'll like, he'll like touch animals and insects when you wouldn't do it normally. Like I had a, Jay got me a scorpion. When I graduated college, as a Jay gift. Like, yeah, I don't, that's typical Jay. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Matt wants. To, what would we get, Matt? Let's get Matt a scorpion. A scorpion with like, I mean, they did it up. They got like like terranium and all that stuff with it, right? Wood chips. But I'm like, and I, I opened this gift up. This, and, and I'm like, thanks. I don't get it though. Like, why did you get me? He's like, well, I know you're really into alligators. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that would have yeah. been pretty cool at having alligators. I'm like weird about alligators, you know, I love them. Right. He's like, but uh, we went there and they didn't have any, so we got you a scorpion. <laughs> that's Jay. Like, okay. And, like, go. Yeah, that's that's not anywhere similar. So our buddy here that gets wasted and picks up animals, he's over and I wouldn't touch the scorpion at all. Like, I didn't even like to look at it. It was creepy looking and... It, it wouldn't couldn't sting you or anything like that. It didn't do. Oh, it couldn't okay. harm you in any way. Oh, that's good. But it, uh, I wouldn't touch it or I just like you can look at it if you want, you know. But he would like get drunk and like pick it up and let it crawl on his head and shit and on his arms and stuff like that. He's doing that. And then one day he drops it and it just oh. runs in between like my cabinets in my kitchen. Oh shit! Where it was an apartment I was staying in. and we're like, right. oh dude, and like my girlfriend was like, what was that? And I'm like, oh nothing, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, she's going to freak out if she knows that there's a, a scorpion, scorpion loose. just loose in the house. <laughs> so we're like sitting there. We got a coat hanger and we can see him right at the edge of like the shadow underneath the, this little crack. Yeah. Like just where you like probably hunt for something to walk by and like, you know, trying to get him to come out. And then we get like a coat hanger and then we hit him back and he's just gone. We're like, oh, no. Oh, God. Yeah. So we moved not that long after. Right. And so there's a scorpion. <laughs> Some apartment while they <laughs> new tenants, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine you how go. freaked out Surprise. you would be if you moved in somewhere and you're like, I would, I would, I would just go, I'd yeah. Move. I'd be like, there's not, like, how, how does this happen how in Michigan? Did you get a scorpion, <laughs> scorpion on a third level apartment, <laughs> third floor. and they don't know that it's not harmful. Like, no, you no would idea. know, you just I, freak out. I wouldn't even know what to do, right? No, I don't, I would like, I guess if you'd think like you could get stung or something, yeah, like put lavender everywhere. I don't know, lavender, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> that will work. So, so, so he brings, he's, he's like, oh, I'm gonna pick up this pigeon. He picks up this pigeon with a broken foot and brings it, and he's like, I'm gonna nurse it back to health and all this weird stuff. <laughs> Oh, New York cool. City pigeon, so gross. Ew. He brings it out, brings it into his bed, and then it just oh come on! <laughs> the bird just craps all over his new his new bedspread and everything. So he gets so mad that he opens his window and throws it out the window. Oh my god! <laughs> the same bird he just saved. That's terrible. Like a broken wing or whatever. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh no! Yeah, it's terrible. Let's get off of uh, the bird shit. Talk yeah, a bit. let's bird. change. Let's let's switch it. Let's switch gears. I think uh, to get into it now, I have a new segment, and uh, just to kind of help you get caught up to speed, it's called Previously on Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. Die Hard. Previously on Die Hard. John lands in California on Christmas Eve just in time to surprise Holly at her work party. Tensions grow as John suspects Ellis of having feelings for his estranged wife. If as though their forbidden love triangle didn't cause enough tension in the Nakatomi building, the presence of hunk terrorist Hans Gruber did. Hans and his men have a different idea of how to celebrate the holidays this Christmas Eve. Love, betrayal, barrier bonds, and an all-new Die Hard. That was great. What did you think of that? Yeah, that's good. That was a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get some feedback on that one. Kate, what did you think? So everybody's just listening to this, right? So beautiful. So beautiful. Okay. Kate's here. Real moving. I didn't know what we should be talking about, so it's okay to go off topic a little bit here. Yeah, we can go off a little bit. You know. I don't know. I don't know how that even got twisted into talking about birds. They got. Yeah, I went. We went long on that one. We did. Okay, yeah. let's try not to maybe. We'll bring it back <laughs> we'll here. We'll bring it back. Um, so we'll get we'll get into the diehard, <laughs> the diehard portion here tonight. So where we left off, 
uh, Hans Gruber and his merry men enter the building. Um, and, and John McClane's already in the building as well. And he's just got done uh, kind of arguing with Holly and she's back. He's now taking his shoes off, getting his feet, making knuckles with his toes, getting comfortable in that. All of a sudden we hear the gunfire, but boom, Hans and his guys are rolling into the party, <laughs> hijack the party, crash the party. They're looking for Joe. Uh, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. T- I always want to say his name wrong. Takaki. Takaki. Looking for Joe Takaki. And, uh, and, and John takes off. He hears this. He he gauges the situation, which, hey, he's a ex, he's a cop, been there for a long time. He knows how to handle these situations. He runs. He wants to get into a safe place where he can think. Uh, they take Joe upstairs into his office, and uh, they want some answers. They got some questions. They want some answers. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what did you think when you saw this? I guess here's what I saw. They come in. They're looking for Joe. They all scatter. This is the the part I really want to talk about. And Jay's not here. I know he wanted to talk about this too. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. We see boobs for the first time. Oh, boobs! Yeah, we see boobs <laughs> at an like office such work a party. Classic eighties too to like set the movie off. Yeah, first twenty five minutes. Yeah, boobs. always. Bam. Yeah, and it, it was like I couldn't tell at first. Like, are the terrorists doing that? Oh, they caught someone. So yeah, yeah. it like happened so fast, and they like rattle in, and I was just like, oh, boobs. Yeah, and the, <laughs> yeah. the terrorists aren't. They're not. They're just like whatever. What up? Yeah. yeah come on, I got. I've seen this before. No, nothing I've never seen. You know, that's when the director was just like, "Hey, we gotta throw some boobs in there. We're yeah. gonna make anything of it, but we're gonna keep it. We gotta just show some boobs. We gotta get them, get them interested, get them hooked. Yep. You know what that's like? Like HBO. HBO is really good at this. The first right. episode, first two, tons of sex, tons of boobs. Yeah, and you're right. like, this is, okay, great. Or they'll end the episodes with it, like a yeah. heated scene. Yeah, I'm coming back Cliff next Sunday. Cliffhanger, like I'm doing this. Yeah, but it's like then you you're like it just sets you up in your mind like that show's cool. They're down with showing boobs. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it every week. Um, I loved that part. So here's my story on that. That was the first. Well, that that scene. When we had it on beta, which was prior to VHS tapes, I don't oh, know if you guys, yep. you remember those? Yep. So we had it, and the whole movie was fine. I thought I'd seen the movie all the time, but there was this one little scribble in in the movie where it went to static for a second, and it was at the boobs part. <laughs> I didn't know for the longest time oh. that there was boobs in this movie. <laughs> so if you can imagine, you were just out. yeah. And I'm like, well, how old were you? I was like ten. Yeah. Somewhere around there. <laughs> Probably would have been your first film. Yeah, we remember, boobs. yeah, yeah, and uh, and I already thought it was the greatest movie of all time when I first saw it. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, it almost like it's almost like a gift, like a Christmas time when there was one like, oh, I forgot a gift behind the the tree skirt in the back, and it's for me. And you're like, <laughs> it's still going on, it's still Christmas. Like that's how it feels. Like one more present. There's also right. boobs in Die Hard. Oh, boobs. Oh. oh. Yeah. It, when it got on HBO, when I finally like saw not on my tape is when Jay I, didn't tell you about boobs at the age. Of, wait, did you? I didn't know Jay then. I didn't know no, Jay no. then. Okay, that's true. Okay, I was like, yeah, there's no yeah. way. No, I had a friend that yeah. didn't tell me about it, and we I stopped hanging out <laughs> with him not, after that. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That's Bill, not a good this isn't going to work out anymore. You've been <laughs> holding something, <laughs> holding back on me. I feel like there's been some <laughs> mistrust here. Yeah. Like a key part of your boyhood, uh-huh. <laughs> just missing. You knew about boobs and didn't tell me. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Get your. You'd uh, have multiple conversations about that at ten. Yeah. Or like, I'm going over to so and so's house. Oh, yeah. We're watching Die Hard. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're not right. But I mean, I get it too a little bit. But the best part is my parents were like that one and a half second of boob action. They were like, that's fine. That, do, you can't watch that because that will corrupt your mind. Uh, Joe Takaki getting shot in the brain <laughs> right, a few minutes later. Explodes in the, ah, in the window. Why yeah. Not? Nah, that's fine. That's fake. I love when he's like, I'm going to count to three. There will not be four. Oh, yeah. And it's like, really? like Hans doesn't well, play. Yeah. He's like, this is how we do it. But it's like, well, what else would there be, though? Like, one, two, three. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the clarification. Yeah. Like, there will not be four. I end at three. Yep. Hard stop at three. <laughs> yes. 2.93, done. <laughs> so I, I'm not done with the boobs talk, though. Okay. I, you might be ready to move I on, know. But it's a little different than you think because I was when I watched it, the dude. So here's my thought. Did you think that the, that couple's dating? Oh, they got caught. That got caught. Yeah, are they da- are they a thing? No, probably. I don't know. Because for one, it's a little early in the party. It is early. I don't know what time they started. Right. But I mean, it's dusk. 
and yeah. Christmas, so it's probably six ish, five between five, five, five thirty. But it is the '80s, and that happened a lot on Wall Street in different places. True, but I guess you think like right. I mean, how or much are they way. ready to party at? Like, what's the party now we're in? Maybe <laughs> right though. You ready? You're already at that. Like, he's already laid the groundwork. Maybe it's somebody's worked with a long time or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, is this a fling or are they are they a couple that works together? Or did he bring her to the party or did she bring him to the party? That's true. And they're like, hey, let's maybe they're newly dating. Let's, let's sneak up. I would say newly. Well, if you still got the chemistry to do it in like a long-term yeah. relationship. But yeah, I'd say like new or just like a fling. I think would a be, fling. Yeah. I think, on, like, I think it was portrayed that, I guess I'm shooting holes in it, but I think it was portrayed that this was a straight up. This just started happening. Oh, yeah. Because this guy, when you look at his face, he does not care that this girl just got no. thrown out of the room with there's, her shirt open. Yeah. There's he's, no survival mode. Or and like he's, like, protective. pretty well dressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just were getting started. Yeah. She was a little bit more along in the process than he was, maybe. I think he, like, just had his shirt, like, <laughs> untucked. Yeah. Prince Charming. Yep. And then the look he gives, it's, he's not even questioning the fact that there's terrorists in the in the office. He's more like, man, are you kidding me? <laughs> We're going to ruin our party. Dude. You don't realize what was just going to happen. Yeah, knock. <laughs> yeah. Give, me the, give me the warning, man. I'm not going. I'm not going to interrupt that. I don't want to stop you. <laughs> yeah, just let's put the don't disturb sign. Yeah. It's cool. We'll wrap up. And then I'm like, dude, I wonder what the rest of So now, you know, they're... They throw all the – they're collecting all the employees and other hostages or whatever. So they pull those two out and you know he's got to walk back into the – with the, everybody else just like pissed. Yeah. Like he doesn't even care that the building has been taken over. No. A lot of them like are – yeah. They're just like, like oh, he's I'm just kind like, of buzzed. But then I'm like, do you think he's still – Aggravated. I'm like, I wonder if he's still like, hey, uh, why don't we – let me just go on that side of the fountain just, over there. Right. There's a bar. We can just go around the bar. Yeah, like we don't have to. On the floor. Are you still in the mood or is it? He's not killing it? anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, everyone's alive. It's no not, injuries. Yeah. It's not about us. They're not even worried about us. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm just saying. He's like, I make 60000 a year. I know they're not worried about yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not. I just And started. he's like, I brought you here. Yeah. So... <laughs> You're a waitress. They yeah. don't definitely don't Didn't care you get about you. Dropped off in a cab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy. Oh yeah. They're, you know it's his buddy. Tough. Hey, how'd it go with Julie? Dude, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you won't believe this. The terrorist came. Fucking terrorist, man! <laughs> right there, man. Dated for three months. <laughs> Finally, it was going to happen in their office at our Christmas party. So. um I also noticed too when the when the terrorists come in, we learned something that they this is pretty well planned. Is yeah. if you saw the guy, he's like going from memory as he goes down the halls when he's turning. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they definitely like, know the place. Yeah. So this is something that's been planned. <laughs> they're they're heading right towards like the phone wires, the phone lines. I noticed that too. Yeah. Like everything they know to wipe out. Yeah. Their lines and security. And which makes it if you had cell phones in that scenario, like I wonder what they would. Let's just say, uh, I mean, the cops end up getting called anyways. I don't know how soon. Maybe like somebody would call, and then you know, maybe more. I don't know. I don't know if cell phones would have helped anybody in this situation if they even cared. No, probably not. Because half much. those people probably didn't really even afford them. Yeah. So. They definitely didn't have text messages or anything to yeah. – it'd be pretty obvious if somebody was holding a cell phone just in that room. <laughs> just text it away. Dude, terrorists on 30. Yeah. Like I don't even know if the whole room could raise their arm at the same time because of the size oh. of the phone. Like they'd be all banging into each other. Yeah, their elbows. Like, they'd be like, can you just move to the left a little bit? You know that then they would just be recording it anyways. Everybody right. their cell phones up with the terrorists. Like, Put down those phones. Put down those phones. They're like, look what I did on YouTube. Look at this. I'm just posting it right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah I got so many likes on this terrorist. Live footage. Right. Yeah. Uh, so what else happened? So John, he he's, he's has his shoes off. This is where that guy – in the, the very beginning of the movie, tells John, "Hey, if you're nervous about flying, take your shoes off, make knuckles with your toes," which was would have been helpful on the flight, right? But now he's in in Holly's office with his shoes off, doing that, and he, he's like, "Man, this does work, sweet." Then he hears the gunshots, and he's barefoot. 
Right. And uh, this does not work out well. This puts a little kink in John's wrench. Okay. Orthopedically. Yeah, right. Because now he's running around the building the rest of the movie, which has got to be one of the greatest twists in a movie of all time. I was going to say, yeah, that's pretty barbaric. That's a great twist. Yeah, just, just to throw it in tough. there. Yeah. It's like you could do I, who even I couldn't even think of that in a million years. Something so simple. Like, oh, yeah, last thing. He doesn't have his shoes on. Like, no what? shoes. No, yeah, it's no shoes. No shoes. You're going to do it all with no shoes on. Shit, man. I could see it being pretty comfortable in the film, though. Like, no restricted of shoes. Yeah, you step on something. Like, yeah. That'd be, I yeah. wonder how long that movie took to film. I think it was. I, now, I almost just made up a stack because I feel like I should have that information. <laughs> <laughs> so it, took, uh, it actually took 98 days. They're like, oh, I stubbed my toe again. Oh, how, many, <laughs> how many times did you stub his toe? He's got a little, Retake 75. little hitch. <laughs> so, so Hans goes out there. He is addressing the crowd. He's letting them know. He's got, he has like a weird little book he reads from. So he's, he's playing some... I don't know, some advice from somewhere or like a mentor or possibly a previous journal of his. Yeah. And everybody's probably just like, what are you talking about, man? You know, what do you want? And then he's looking for Joe Takaki. Mm. And he starts listing off all of his accomplishments. And Joe, Joe, he's a pretty successful guy. Right. We learned he has uh, the, the Nakatomi Plaza company is a securities financial company, investment company of some sorts. Yes. So, um, and he's the head of that, of this branch. Right, yeah. Not there's like a, a parent big... company, but yeah. Um, and now he's been in uh, something, he was pretty, he was at UCLA, it sounded like, then he was at Stanford and Harvard, MBA, Stanford Law, like pretty legit. Pretty dude. big, yeah, all Ivy, yeah. Yeah, like that's got to be expensive <laughs> education. He's probably just getting out of loan debt. But yeah, yeah, he's probably, yeah, right, well... <laughs> Fortunately, Fortunately, it's done. He doesn't, yeah. have, to, he doesn't oh, have to worry about that. Who pays that back? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Is that good? Do they, they, I know the student loans, they don't play around. They don't forgive much. Nope. They'll like, go to the next line. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Sorry, uh, Mrs. Takaki. Uh, your husband owes 600000 in student loans. <laughs> <laughs> like he was pay shot them. in the head last week. Gosh, but those student loans yeah, don't pay themselves. We'd hate to see you miss a payment and yeah. have to have it sent to default. <laughs> That's restarts the loan, which is a hassle for everybody involved. We have to sell it off. Right. Um, so they find Joe Takagi. The best part, too, is Ellis is standing there in the crowd, and he's naming off these things, and Ellis gives a look. He just looks like he's, he just did coke not that long ago, which he did. Yeah, he definitely like, did. He's <laughs> Right. He's like, what did I look like? Oh, man. Dude, not me, man. Please don't <laughs> call on me. I don't know. <laughs> and finally, Joe steps up. He's like, I am Joe Takagi. Yeah. And uh, they take him upstairs. They take him to his office. And so there's so much information in this uh, in this portion in our right. diehard portion tonight of the backstory of the Nakatomi Plaza, the company, what they actually do. We learn that they're an investment company, but when we go into Takaki's office, we actually really his office is like a museum, right? It's huge, and he has models of different <clears throat> projects that they've done around the world. Um, they have like an oil rig, like a nice size display on its own little table, and they had a bridge that was built and I actually looked this up um, while well, it showed up on the Amazon little facts on the side. Oh, yeah. It's an actual Frank Lloyd uh, Wright um, oh, wow. model of a, of a bridge that he designed. Designed, right. But then, and then Takagi tells Hans, he's like, is this about the, uh, is this about the bridge in Indonesia? Like, despite what you think, we're not there just to take advantage of him and, you know, yeah, steal the resources. Him. Exploit him. Yeah, yeah. So, again, just some information that's like, why did you guys need to throw this into Die Hard? Right. Hmm. Where are you going? So then we learn, like, okay, there's this is a financial company. They're obviously around the world. When you, especially you see these other models, buildings. The Nakatomi building was one of them. Um, they're up to something globally. Uh, yeah, definitely. Hans is like, all right, as much as I want to talk about it, I'm not here to talk about industrialization. Right. Modernization. Nothing to do with it. Nope. He's like... He's like, you're a terrorist. He's like, I'm not a terrorist, you know? Then he tells him, he's like, I want, he needs Joe Takaki's password to his vault. Yeah. <clears throat> and what's in the vault, Um, Tell him what's in the vault. What's in the vault? What's in the vault are barrier bonds. Right. 
but the passwords, they change. They have to go through like so many security checks. Yeah, there's like seven different security checks to get into that. And I just don't feel like they give them a lot of time or options to like tell us more about the bonds. No, they don't. And you know what? They didn't even give Takaki a lot of time to uh, give anything to, to negotiate. Yeah, and I feel like that's different because they usually build up on the character a little bit more or like give you more information. Yeah, you should. So right there, it's like okay, this is gonna be. You'd think that they, for being like maybe the, I'm gonna say he's the antagonist, but he is. I mean, he's like the owner. You would be the one that'd be one of the last ones John would have to save. Right. And instead. They're like, tell me the password. Give me the password to your computer. Yeah. He's like, oh, it doesn't first... work like that. He's like, he can't just give you the password. Yeah. It's like, there's, it. it's all over there. And then he was like, um, the, you learn too that there's, there's a parent company to the Nakatomi Plaza. So there's a bigger company in, inside of this. And Hans is like, what do you say? He's like, you know, the money that we want to steal, it's, it's like a week's, it's a 10 day operating capital, 640 million for his parent co- company. That's a lot of that's a lot of working capital there for a company. So we're dealing with a large global powerhouse. Oh yeah, is what uh, Nakatomi is like. You know, a, a, yeah, like a little brother company too. And um, so then Hans gives us the count of three. It's a hard count. It's a, <laughs> it's a hard count for sure. It's the hardest count I've seen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna blackmail, and, and Hans is like, dude. I'm not black. This isn't yeah, that kind of party, pal. And he's so cool about it. Like, I just yeah. like how the stature he is. Just strong. Yeah. With it. He's like, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bam. Uh, so, and then John McClane sees it. He's in the office. He kind of snuck in there. So he's in there and he sees this. He's like, oh, John, what did I do? He didn't help him, you know. And he gets all wigged out. Yeah. And he scatters and he makes some noise and then they see that there's somebody else around. I was waiting for the breakthrough scene on that one. I thought John was going to do something the first time I saw it. Yeah, like, he'll save him he'll and he's going to do some Japan, Japanese, like, yeah, and like, yeah, like breakout fight. He had a gun on him. Yeah. I mean, he could have. It was an opportunity. It was an opportunity. He watched. Right. We lost our first main character. We did. What happened. Yeah. Just about 30 minutes in. Joe's gone, the head of the uh, head of the building. Head of the building, yeah. Big, so big role. <clears throat> and what they're after inside the vaults are barrier bonds. Yes, I'm gonna Bar- tell you what yes. barrier bonds are because these are an interesting thing. I printed out, and I'm just gonna read it so I don't screw it up. But a barrier bond is a bond or debt security issued by a business entity such as a corporation or a government. Okay. Uh, differs from the more common types of investment securities in that it is unregistered. No records are kept of the owner or the transactions involving ownership. Whoever physically holds the paper on which the bond is issued owns the instrument. This is useful for investors who wish to retain anonymity. Recovery of the value of the bearer bond in the event of loss, theft, or destruction is usually impossible. And uh, what else is there? So basically, this is what's cool about it. And these were real bonds that were in the 80s. They kind of tailed right. off in the 80s. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So they're basically Think like about those, yeah, no, no. how you could just transfer money to people and there was no record of it. And they were issued yeah. in denominations of, um, oh, they said, no, I guess it doesn't say what denominations. Oh, no, 10,000 denominations. So, okay. So you could pay somebody off with these transfer funds essentially without having to say who you are or no who record. they are. And it's right. not taxed. It's not anything. It's just here is, here's money in a sense. And whoever held that had that debt that could go and cash it in right. to the U.S. Treasury. The U.S. Treasury owed them that money. We couldn't ask who you are. You didn't need to prove anything. You just had to hold that, which makes it pretty ideal thing it's for crazy. a thief. Because if you get your hands on it. Talk about that. Yeah. which It's, it's like an easy cash in. Yeah. Steal. Which I didn't get the first time I saw it. I was like, what are all these papers? Remember at the end of the movie, there's all these papers are flying down from the Nakatomi. The, not to give spoiler yeah. alert, spoiler alert. No spoiler, but yeah, it's not like they give like a definition like you did. Yeah. You had to just figure like, like I do don't like know. To be honest, I didn't care. Subtitle. Yeah, right. I don't give a <laughs> well, shit. maybe, yeah. I'm sure people knew then what the hell yeah. those were. So pretty wild. And then there was that a cool little, cool. did not know that. Uh, not too recent, but in 2009, Italian financial police and custom guards seized documents purporting to be U.S. barrier bonds totaling $134 billion. 
The bonds were in $500 million and $1 billion denominations, although the highest ever issued was 10000 So um, it was – these were fake. These, these Italian folks uh, made some fake bonds and they were trying to do something with them. Okay. They, they, they took them from them. They were fake bonds. The two men didn't get in any trouble, which is, uh, I don't know, not, I guess it's worth the risk. <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> Try to cash in this $134 billion. <laughs> They can't catch you. Can't do it? All right. Oh, well, okay. Well, hey. Turn it's, back around. Try again. <laughs> it's like that. It's like the guy that – was it like a guy at Walmart that accepted like a $1,000 bill? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah, like yeah. gave the guy change. <laughs> like, here's $986. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the, 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 the guy got arrested, though. people. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't I'm, arrest him for paying somebody a $1,000 bill. That's – I don't know. There's got to be some law of like, hey, you got to be a little with it. <laughs> right. Just give the money back. Let's reverse this. Yeah. Um, so a lot of good stuff in this one. This this episode was, um, I guess this this portion was a lot of groundwork on who who Takaki is, who the Nakatomi company a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then as we discussed, it's a lot also of of crashing parties. Crashing parties, yes. People crashing parties. And were you – did you have any parties that you could think of where you crashed? <sighs> yes. Um, have I crashed a party before? Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I think one of them, too, we got caught. Let me let me let you think about them for one second because I do have a uh, ad it. that I need to I have a read. couple stories. So I'm trying to like think it over couple? to pickle. Or okay. Pick well, let's, let's pay the bills real quick as they say. And if you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this is the message for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally forgive millions in unsecured debt. It's not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you can save. If you have at least 10000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now. 1-800-218-7170. There is no cost or obligation for the information. Don't wait. Call one 800 218 7170. That's 1 800 218 7170. Get your debt problem solved. Call 1 800 218 7170 today. I wonder if they take barrier bonds. If they, no, they no. won't take barrier bonds. There. I know. Barrier bonds? Barrier bonds. I want a barrier bond. Let's hear, let's hear a crash in a party. Okay. I think the best one was, oh gosh, it was a classy one. I was here in Michigan. At the good old locker room. Oh, nice. Do you know that one? Yeah. I went there with uh, you once, actually. Oh, yeah. You did. You're standing on tables, beating drumsticks. See, that's so bad. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a locker <laughs> room sounds night. sounds like a locker room that's night. Awesome. No, I know you were like a part of that time. But, yes, it's a classy one. You bang on a bunch of stuff. You have drink uh, board, the drinking games. And, oh, my gosh, I, I can't even remember how much money I wasted there. But... We went in and we're pretty, you know, gone already lit. We had been drinking and they had a bridal party there. It was a birthday. Um, there was like a couple events. So it was difficult to get in because they're like, we're not really letting the public in or blah, blah, blah. So we faked our own engagement. Oh, nice. Me and Chad. Oh, my gosh. He had a ring? So he had a sister's ring. She's like, just take it off. He's like, how funny would that be? We could just be all together and act like we have our own thing. And not only will we get in, they'll start buying us drinks. Yes. So we're like, master plan. We get into our favorite bar. One of our favorite bars. I'm not going to say that was my favorite bar because that would be pretty bad. That's tough to say, yeah. Yeah, that's really tough. But anyways, we do it. We come in. But then, like... 10 minutes. I think Chad even knew one of the bouncers. So he was like, yeah, you guys can like chill, have a drink for a minute, but really like you can't stay for very long. So we're like, that's cool. And we faked it. And he pulled out his sister's ring and got him on knee. The whole bar went crazy. Oh they were just like, oh my God, congratulations. And like the birthday girl was like, it's my birthday. And like the other bride was like, <laughs> I'm 
getting married too. And so, so the whole night, yeah, we got free drinks from the everyone whole the whole Wait, night. These, but this is your buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. my best friend. So, did you guys friends. have to kiss though? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We did like this. We sold the whole thing. Nice. That's yes. commitment. And That's we did. commitment. We had the full commitment. Oh my did gosh. Did a fast. Like was yeah. one, two, three, done. Hey, yeah. Everyone cheering. Yeah, oh and it God. worked. I had the they put the thing on me. Oh the, yes, uh, tiara or something. Yeah, tiara, but the the crown. What am I looking for? The veil. 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 Thank you. Veil. Gosh, that was really good. I'm such a great bride. <laughs> <laughs> so prepared, but yeah, it was a riot. Like we, it was like the best moment. We still, we had so much fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Take some guts. Yeah, it did. We were just because we didn't know we were exactly. It, it was. I was nervous about it. We've done um. So we've done like other what? You know, you go to a wedding at a hall. Yeah. And sometimes there's like three other weddings going on. Always right. But and then you're like, the thing was that every time you went to a wedding, like, this wedding was either equally as sucky as the one I'm at, or just a little bit more sucky. So you're like, there's no point. <laughs> yeah, like, no. what am I doing here? <laughs> There's a bunch of people I don't want to talk to in the <laughs> wedding I'm going to right now. Right. So like, there was that. Um, so I was thinking, like, because that happened a lot. Obviously, you just get drunk going to another wedding and hang out. Yeah. I uh, feel like we've done that, too. I went to this graduation party and just after – I was high school, but it was just after we graduated. And there wasn't any beer. That, you know, we're high school, so there shouldn't be any beer there, right? No beer. And right. And they're like, hey, there's this, other, there's this other graduation party going on, like – Ten houses down or whatever. And yeah, like, they have a keg, and so me and Zach are like, "All right, let's go. St- let's go steal." The- <laughs> we stole a keg while the party was going on. Yeah, we've done that. We yeah, like, you sneak it through the fence, and we got it. And this kid was—I was like a big football kid, and we were just running down the block carrying this keg, and we, we went ten houses and brought it in that backyard. <laughs> That was terrible. That is terrible. No, we had a friend that we knew the dad, like, was always bearing it. Like, a full uh, cooler of beer all the time. We knew where it was in the garage. Well, I personally never did this. One of my best friends at the time, she did this quite often, I guess, because she knew, like, the time of the night to go. She knew where the cooler was. Nice. So she... We did. Like, we rolled up in our car, and they're like, just run and grab the beers, and then just run back out. Like, we know they're all there. Sure, shit, this cooler was just filled, and we each, like, just grabbed them. Oh, nice. Like, Score. piles. And we run. But he came out. He came out of the car, and he was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and his face was all red. And we were like, oh, you got more? You're already feeling it. Like, he was, like, gone already. Yeah. It was, like, a Friday that. night. He didn't remember. Yeah. But, yeah. We, uh... I had one for, with me and Jay did it. Um, another time, a couple of friends. We, so we go to Chicago. One of those uh, where you wake up in Chicago. I don't know if you ever experienced that, but I've had some good Chicago days. Yeah, times Sunday. Like, this when you wake a, up after, like the night after. No, no, no. Mean, no you, you, you started partying like Detroit area. Oh. Then you wake up in a McDonald's parking lot, twenty minutes outside <laughs> Chicago, Sunday okay, morning. No. You're like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't ever know, not that, yeah. not that far. So me and my two buddies, we wake up at a parking lot in McDonald's parking lot outside Chicago. We're like, um, and then it starts coming back a little bit. Like, okay, kind of remember 94. So we just go <laughs> signs at Chicago. And we're like, yeah, let's go. And like, we're sleeping in this car. Like the back doors open at the McDonald's parking lot at like seven. As soon as the sun came up, the doors open. We're like, I'm like sleeping in my buddy's lap. <laughs> it was just like a mess. Car stunk. Oh and, no! Uh, we're like, you want to just go to Chicago? It's Sunday, so like we all have to call into work. <laughs> right. On Monday, Might as know? well just make a day out of it. So, uh, so we do, and it's Sunday, which is kind of also not that much fun in a city. No, it's typically. like the worst day. Yeah, yeah it's like because everybody's feeling like you are. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we're out there, and, and it was just dead. Like, all the bars were empty. And, but we found um, – we went upstairs. Some bar had a private party upstairs on, on a rooftop as a work event. And so we got up there. We just kind of missed the people that were probably supposed to check. And then we were in, and we were just drinking for free and eating for free. And then yeah. we, then you get more like, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to start talking to people. Yeah. go to Na- I used to do that at Navy Pier all the time. You just go to start talking to people. You get free drinks. Yeah. they're just all on the beach playing games and laying out. Yeah. So they're like, what department are you in, you know? And we're like, oh, we're in, a, we're in accounting. 
We have no <laughs> idea what company this is. And we're like, they're usually like, we got to start asking them questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, that's tough. That's a hard one. That was a uh, yeah. That was a that was a good one. We did. Um, so this might be my favorite one. Jay and I. Which if Jay were here, he'd be able to help me out with the story. But oh, Jay. Um, so we go to we get pretty bombed on a New Year's Eve Eve. Okay. Oh wow. Out. So so the the morning is New Year's Eve. Okay, and, and you're already. Yeah. So we're like the night before we went out, <laughs> and we're like, and Jay had some friends. There were some girls, and they're like they lived in California. Oh, okay. And they were like, they were going to Vegas for New Year's Eve. So we're like, let's surprise them. We're going to go <laughs> oh, that's out there. It's going to be a good surprise. It's a good surprise, right? <laughs> they said surprise. they had a they had a sweet hotel room and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we buy tickets for a flight that leaves in like six hours to go to Vegas. One-way ticket. Oh, okay. So we buy that and we're hammered. And we get on the plane and we just kept drinking on the plane and all the way out there. And then uh, so we get to Vegas we're walking down. We're walking. It's it's the sorry. The streets are crazy. You know they close off the main street in Vegas. Oh yeah, and about, we, yeah, that's right. He calls the girls up, and uh, I feel like we we're using we we're using like pay phones or something because yeah, you probably were. It was two thousand. Well, it was like two thousand three, maybe maybe. We I just were, felt like communication was a struggle. You know, sometimes you like wasn't you if you didn't catch him like yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get a hold of him. Nobody, I don't know their number or whatever. Right, you couldn't text. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, no, no texting. So then they're like, "Hey, we were in Vegas." They're like, "Oh, we're we didn't go. We're we're actually outside of Vegas. I don't think we're, I think we're just heading home." I'm like, well, um, well, we just flew here, so <laughs> so they end up coming. But they're like, "Well, we don't have a hotel room." Oh no! So we're we're just walking down the strip with our and, and people are like you don't have a hotel room. This is Las Vegas on New Year's Eve, you idiots. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and Jay was so mad at me. <laughs> he like threw my bag in the street, <laughs> ripped it from me, and threw it. I just remember him doing that. He was like, "I'm mad. I'm not mad. I'm just kind of hung over it in the middle." Yeah. 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 We ended up getting a room at the Imperial Palace and. And oh, it all worked go. out. It worked out. But still, yeah. that's a stressful time because you're yeah. hungover. So I'd be like, oh, that's You're not. like, what did – it was just like what did, we ate at a buffet oh. like while we were like waiting and we didn't talk at all. <laughs> yeah, just, it was a silent. Sat, yeah, it was silent, just a silent. You just hear the, the silverware hitting the plate. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that he's just like – yeah. This this is is why do I listen? Why do I have a friend like Matt? This is such a bad idea. Yeah. Probably gets that feeling a lot. That's, yeah. That's why he's not here. He's not here. Um, okay. The other, this is just a really quick re- flash one. This one, I did this in Hollywood. I was walking around going back to my apartment and my roommate dished me because he's like, you're going the wrong way. We argued. He just started running. <laughs> yeah. All right. JP or something. Yeah. So then I hear a party in her backyard and I just walk back there. <laughs> yeah. And it was like some I don't know like Kazakhstan or like it was some uh some like foreign party going on or whatever and they were like yeah come on you know yeah pour they're pouring me shots and stuff right. and I'm taking them and then I'm like I'm just having this thought like nobody knows where I am right now and these guys are way too welcoming for me Ooh. way too eager to get me loaded right so I'm like I'm gonna I'm just gonna use your bathroom real quick. <laughs> Oh, no. So I just go in their house, and then I just, like, run through their house at the front door. <laughs> and I was gone. But that is our time. That is our time tonight. Yes. M, thank you so much for hey, joining us tonight. You are welcome. It's been, a, it's been great. Awesome. There's another episode of Die Hard. Thank you guys for tuning in, and you'll hear from us here in two weeks. Have a great one. Bye.